With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Come me again and again if you like it. Come me again and again. Good afternoon, Mel. Good afternoon. Here we are, still beavering away. Yeah. Last episode recording of the day. It is. Woohoo! What are you up to for the rest of the day? Because it's the weekend. I'm probably going to edit a couple episodes because I only have basically until Thursday. Oh, yeah, of course. Then and then away. I need to set two to record because I'm going to be in the lakes and then I'm going to be in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not coming back in between? Yeah, like for a day. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I get back on Monday and I leave on Tuesday. Oh, God. So have you got, are you off work? Yeah. Nice. I know. It came up really quick. So, Woo-hoo. And to be honest, I wasn't, I didn't really realize I was off work for more than a week because Excellent. I'd start off with like a weekend here and then I was like, oh, I'll add on a day there. And then I was like, oh, I'll add on a day there. And now all of a sudden it's like a week off. <laughs> I'm like, so how yeah. long are you in Dublin? We're from Tuesday to Friday. Oh, cool. You yeah. and Gaddy? No. Me oh. and Jenny. Oh, cool. Jenny, yeah. your explorer friend. My exploring friend, Jenny. Excellent. Yes. yes. It's so fun because I'm going to Centre Parks and I'm so excited. That's right. Yes. I've never been to a Centre Park. Oh my God, it's so good. I love it. And I think we are probably more excited than the kids. Really? Because we absolutely love it. What is it there? Like, what is there? So there's just loads, there's just loads to do. You stay in, and the thing I love about it is you park your car and you go and pick up your bike for the duration of the year and you just uh-huh. you just cycle for the, for the whole time that you're there. It's so good. That's it? Cycle from your lodge. No, oh. you cycle from your lodge to whatever your activities are booked or whatever else. Uh-huh. But there's always, in every Centre Park village, there's always a subtropical swimming paradise. Nice. Which is awesome. It's indoor, right? Indoor. Yeah. yeah so you've got like the rapids, which are so much fun. You go okay. like round and down all these different levels and yeah. the kids and I just loved it the last time. And you've got like a big pool and you've got water slides oh, okay. and you've got jacuzzi, bubble bathy, hot tubby things okay. to relax in if you want. And it's just really good fun. Okay. And then there's loads of different restaurants and places to eat. They've got lovely pancake places, which I love. I'm booked back in there. And you can go and do like hundreds of different activities, whatever you want to do. Is it all inclusive? No. So you pay for the meals? You pay for the, you pay for the, your lodge and the swimming is the same price. Okay. But you pay for like, you, you, if you want to get around in bikes for the week and yeah. if you want to do any additional activities. So it can become quite expensive. Yeah, okay. Um, We've booked a bit here and there, but I, I've booked um, like a climbing and zip wire thing. Oh, fun. We went and it completely terrified me when I watched it okay. and I booked myself to do it. <gasps> Good Because ha- I'm like, I have to be action mum. Yeah. So, 
yes, I've booked and I'm terrified. Good. But it'll be great fun. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it'll be good. It's just it's just all about just us all going away and having a laugh together, yeah, which that's is it, fun. Isn't it? Yeah. Which is really fun. And then we're going to go to the beach for the weekend, down south on the way back, and then back home. So a nice Very week away. Good. That is a nice week away. Yes, I'm excited. Very good. Cool. We are Witch Murderer. We are Witch Murderer. Sorry, it was massively sidetracked again. We're also the holiday podcast. Yes. Yeah. This week it's holidays. We, we, we cover what? COVID, dogs, holidays. Holidays. All subject matters. All subjects. And this week we're talking about beach murders. Beach murders, yes. I don't remember why we picked this, but it was on did. our spreadsheet that we have of topics. Uh-huh. I don't know where the suggestion came from. How do I? But it's an interesting one because... There's a lot more out there than I thought it happened. Yeah, there is actually. Do you know when we, you know when we written it down? I thought I don't know of any beach murders, and then when I started researching, I was like, oh yeah, I know this, I yeah, know this, I know this. Yeah. And I'm first. You are first. I'm first, and I'm going to talk about a bit of a massacre, which yeah. I remember quite well actually. Oh really? Which was the 2015 attack of in Tunisia, um, oh, on shit. the beach in Tunisia. Yeah. Yes. Oh fuck, I forgot um, about that. And I don't know how to say the place. Um, I think it's Susa. S O U S S E, Susa or Sus or Sus or Sus. I know like the neighbor. I've been to this area of Tunisia, so I know the neighboring towns, but I wasn't quite sure. I, I don't know if it's Sus. Will I go with Sus? Yeah, go with Sus. Okay, so it's the 2015 attacks in Sus in Tunisia. On the 26th of June 2015, a mass shooting occurred at the tourist resort at Porto Cantewi, about 10 kilometers north of the city of Sus in Tunisia. It was the deadliest non-state attack in the history of modern Tunisia with more fatalities than anything else that happened. The attack received widespread condemnation around the world and the Tunisian government later acknowledged fault for slow police response to the attack. Mm-hmm. However, they feel, they feel it all started a few years previous to that in 2013 when a suicide bomber blew himself up in a botched attack on a Sousse beach while security forces foiled another planned attack nearby. Wow. At that point, the post-Tunisian revolution led to the 2014 parliamentary election in which the principal party gained a massive lead because of national unity government and everything that was surrounding that. Okay. The president was selected and another um, Tunisian president was overthrown at that point. Terrorism increased, leading to 60 victims among security and military troops. Other attacks targeted civilians and tourists. And despite this, Tunisia was considered to be more of a secure country. Uh-huh. Obviously not the case. Not so much. In March of 2015, before the attacks on in, in Sus, and there was attacks in Tunis where three terrorists led to the deaths of 22 people, including 20 foreign visitors amongst visiting a museum called Bardo National Museum. Two of the gunmen were killed by police and a third attack, attacker is left and is currently at large. Yeah. Police treated the event as a terrorist attack. The Islamic State of Iraq claimed responsibility for it and threatened to commit further attacks, which is why they think it's led to 2015 in June and the attack on the beach. Uh-huh. So the Tunisian government and police have probably not done themselves any favours here. Definitely not. And a lot of the people feel it has led to this big massacre in the summer. On that date, in the summer of the 26th of June, there was a Spanish-owned hotel called the Imperial Maharbar Hotel in Porto Cantewi. I have been to Porto Cantewi. Have you? Yes, I stayed in... Did we stay in Porto Cantewi? 
I think we did actually. I went to Tunisia one summer. It was like a last minute sort of, will we go away, will we not? Uh-huh. I think it was the year before I got married and we went away for a week and I wouldn't go back, I don't think. Okay. I felt, I didn't feel safe. Right, okay. Shall we see? In my complex, I felt safe. Yeah. Out with that, I didn't. So it was like Sri Lanka for me. Uh, and it was so fucking hot. Oh, right, right. I know it's Africa and I know obviously there is higher temperatures there. However, I wasn't expecting it to be that hot. And we actually wanted to go out to the one of the deserts where one of the Star Wars films was oh, yeah, yeah, filmed. Yeah, yeah. And it was like in the 50s one day and they're like, we can't do it. We can't take you out to a desert at this temperature. No. Like we cannot do it. You will die if you yeah. go out there. And we couldn't do like things that we'd planned because it was so hot. What month did you go? July, I think. Oh, for fuck's sake. You went to well, Africa in July. I know, but I, I knew it'd be hot. But I think because it was so last minute, I didn't probably research it enough. Uh-huh. But yes, my experiences of, of, of going to sort of Egypt and certain other places in Africa, mm, I don't think I'd probably go back. Right. I think I think there's a lot to be said still in these countries by the way foreign women are treated walking down the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not made to feel very very safe and secure. Yeah. Some people are lovely, a small minority are not. Yeah. Unfortunately, and I do feel like men approach you without even thinking about it. Did when you? you're standing with your partner, husband, boyfriend, whatever, and they will give them like no consideration. Yeah. And just like want to like touch you and yeah. someone some man came up to me in Egypt and wanted to like touch my face. Yeah. And it's a total invasion of privacy in it your is. personal space. Yeah. And it's it makes me feel like, oh my God, I, I don't want to I don't want to be here. I know. And I've been to Egypt a few times. I've been to Tunisia. Have I been anywhere else in Africa? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but well, I wouldn't hurry back. See I've loved Africa. I've not had a bad experience in Africa. Hmm. Aside from the company I was with, it was great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See no more. Yeah. So I've been to Porto Contei, which is a tourist complex situated on the coast about 10 kilometres north of Sousse. Mm-hmm. The complex in particular that I was talking about hosted 565 guests, mainly from Western Europe. It was at 70%, 77% capacity. Mm-hmm. And tourists from the hotel were also linked to a sister hotel nearby. Right. So at around noon, a gentleman called Sefadin Rezguay Yakubi wow. was disguised as a tourist and socialised with others on the beach. However, suddenly he took out his Kalashinov assault rifle. Kalishkinov? Kalishkinov, is it? Kalishkinov. I don't know. I don't know. Assault rifle, which was concealed in a beach umbrella and fired at tourists on the beach. He entered the hotel, shooting at people he came across. He was killed by security forces during an exchange of fire later on. And all bullets found to have been fired were from the one weapon. Okay. And apparently had four different magazines of ammunition. So a lot of ammunition. Is, is that I not? How, I don't know how many. What's a, what is a man, magazine of ammunition? Is it like a case of ammunition? Is that how it's branded? A magazine is what goes into the gun and it holds several bullets. Oh, so right, it just okay. depends on how many it holds. I'm trying to think like a... A Glock might hold, you know, I don't know, let's say 30 bullets or whatever. I have no idea. I don't know how much a Kalishnikov. Kalishnikov. Yeah, I think it is Kalishnikov. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I thought it was Kalishnikov. I don't know how much they hold or if they're like, I think it might be a high number. But he he still was prepared to shoot quite a lot of people before he was killed. The attacker had spoken to his father on a mobile telephone, which he threw into the sea during the attack, but they managed to retrieve it. An interior ministry spokesman said that they were sure that others helped the attacker, 
because of the gun that he used, but couldn't quite find out if that was the case. 38 people were killed, 30 of whom were British. 39 people were also wounded. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it happened, there was quite. A, I remember the vi- when I found out there was quite a presence of British victims, and I remember a lot of chat between our government and the Tunisian government about it. Yeah, and I remember there been a lot of like, a proper cloud over it, like a lot of questions that weren't answered, and there was families here that were grieving for loved ones that didn't quite know what was happening. And I think the communication was wasn't great. Awful. I remember, I remember it so well. I remember the communication wasn't great between both governments, and it, a lot of questions were left unanswered. We had, I think, I had just come back from holiday at this point. I can't remember, but I remember just thinking, like, how easily that could have been me. And the next holiday I went on, mm-hmm. that's all I thought about. Mm-hmm. And to the point, I only, I think, it might have been Sri. I don't know if it was Sri Lanka. When, what year was that? Twenty fifteen. Fifteen? No, I think this was Cape Verde. Might have been Cape Verde, actually. Mm. That's all I thought about was mm. where do I go? I was looking for escape routes the whole time yeah. I was there. Yeah. The whole time I was there, that's all I thought about. And I actually had a trip to Egypt booked that mm-hmm. got cancelled because of that yeah. shooting. I mean, if you're on holiday and you're going to the beach, you're almost at your most vulnerable because yeah. you do not expect that's like where you go to relax, where you go to switch mm-hmm. off. So you've not you're not on your guard or you're not mm-hmm. looking for anyone suspicious. You're just sort of switched off. Yeah. You've switched off from everything, you've switched off from everyday life. You're just like your biggest decisions there are like, oh, will I turn over? Will I put more sun cream on? Or will I, I go into the sea? At what time are we eating? So you're yeah. totally vulnerable in that position. And yeah. someone's just totally taking advantage of that and just going mad. Yeah. But then to do that on the beach and then go back into the hotel and shoot people as well randomly is just horrible. 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 The killer, Sephardine, was a 22-year-old electrical engineering student from northwest Tunisia. He did not have typical traits of an Islamic extremist, though. Because he had a girlfriend, he drank alcohol, and was a local breakdancing star. Oh, God. Okay. He was also b- believed to be high on cocaine during the rampage. So that's not your typical uh, Islamic terrorist. No. He's believed to have been radicalised over such issues as the Libyan civil war and Western inaction against the Assad government during the Syrian civil war. Oh, shit. He's probably so that, had a lot of damage in his yeah, head from that. Yep. So that's quite something. He's thought to have been recruited by... Ajnad al-Khalifa, who is an outgrowth of the Tunisian branch of al-Shaira, which was founded by a gentleman called Ben Hassin. Mm-hmm. He had lived in the UK in the 1990s and his mentor during that was quite a high profile figure called Abu Katia, Katida. Yeah. High court papers relating to a control order placed in a British-based suspect state that Ben Hazin aimed to create new recruits and send them to Afghanistan for training. Mm-hmm. The control order documents add that Abu Katida appears as a watermark running through the whole of this case as being the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Ben Hazin is reported to have been killed near Adjibaya in eastern Libya by people that had been connected to the Ansar movement. He was in jail before that however had various connections in Tunisia and across Africa mm-hmm. he apparently did a lot of humanitarian work which I think was favoured upon yes however he was eventually caught and killed yeah but they think the connections from Sephardine led back to Bain and there was a whole sort of group in between yeah there's been later letters published by the Katida influences 
later on that year in January 2014 saying that Ben Hazine is amongst the best of those I have ever known in intellect and the most knowledgeable of people in my intentions. For, he, for me, he was the closest of people to me and the best way of targeting others. Okay. So yes, yeah, so this young gentleman has killed lots of people in the beach in Tunisia and has other connections that are quite dangerous across mm-hmm. the Islam kind of area. And I got all my details of that sad story from Wikipedia, which is a really wow. sad story. I remember it very well. Yeah, it was terrifying. And I remember people like not being sure how the bodies were going to get home. Oh, God, oh, yeah. I remember the families like so angry and annoyed. They're thinking like, mm-hmm. I have found out in the worst way possible that my relative has passed away and has been mm-hmm. dead. It's been totally massacred on a beach or in a hotel. Mm-hmm. When when am I getting their body home? When am I able to yeah. plan the funeral? When am I able to see them, identify them? Yeah, exactly. Because like, obviously a part of you must think, but it's actually them. Yeah. And you must hold on to that small glimmer of hope for so long. Yeah. It's it's just, it would absolutely, absolutely torture families. It was awful. It really would. I looked up Kalashnikovs because uh-huh. I was dying to know. So they hold various rounds, like they can get different size magazines, but mm-hmm. typical is 30 and it can go up to 75. Oh. And they're kind of like an AK-47 with a drum. If oh you, my word. If you put on the 75 round one. That's powerful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, good one. Horrible Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back. Hello. Hello. And it's your turn for beach. It is. So I am talking about the Jenner Beach murders. Which I don't know. Well. Some, uh, maybe. Do, well, I know it. No, I don't think you will. All right. Okay. 2020. 2020. Nope. <laughs> I have not had a drink in so long. <laughs> and I don't of know alcohol. why I'm talking like I have. <laughs> like. Like when did you last? When did you last drink alcohol? Was here. it here? Was it? Yeah. Uh, do you know? I've up until very recently, till we got engaged, I didn't drink for, probably since then either. I know because of, obviously, obviously, of COVID and stuff like that, and I just didn't feel like it for a well, while. And also, whatever you guys drank that night destroyed you all. The tequila rose. Oh, that's amazing though. Ugh. Amazing. No. Definite hen night drink. Negative. Yes. So, twenty-two-year-old Lindsay Cutchell. And 26-year-old Jason Allen, her fiancé, were from the Midwest and were counsellors at a religious camp in the Sierra. Okay. They decided to take a few days off to go camping, and on the 14th of August, 2004, they ended up at Jenner Beach. This is all in um, California. Okay, I was going to say, wait, is it? But yep, that makes sense. This is where 40-year-old Sean Michael Gallen found them while they were camping on the beach. Sean was partly homeschooled and didn't end up finishing high school. 
The family kept to themselves and were fairly isolated. Okay. So a little bit not... It's not healthy. Well, it's healthy if you've done it the right way, mm. but you can't isolate. If you're going to homeschool, you can't isolate your kids. They need they need that... Yeah, they need, they need that social aspect in their life, yeah. Yeah. When Sean was 21, he was given a dose of LSD, which is like acid, to try with friends and his world shifted. Oh, no. So, like, I would say... It can have lasting effects on people, though, can LSD it? LSD can really mess you up. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not it, It's not just when it wears off, it's it's gone. Yeah. If you repeatedly take it, or even once on a one-off, it can have lasting effects. It can change your neural pathways. Yeah, like, definitely. it is. I would, if, if you're going to do drugs, you know, you do you. Just don't do that one. No. Do not Cannabis do that Cannabis all the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his world shifted. His, he had slowly emerging mental illness like there were signs of mm-hmm. it but it was pushed to the forefront so yeah. it was probably always lingering there it was going to come out but yeah. it just went boom yeah definitely full force yeah he became violent paranoid and antisocial oh god he was eventually diagnosed as having a schizotypal personality disorder which we would have called schizophrenia yep. in the old days mm-hmm. i still do call it that because yep. it's it's the most recognized term when when it it comes to that yeah yeah i mean there are things that are changing now you know like the the terms are shifting but it is what we know it as yes which is schizophrenia sean had no clear motive for what happened when he met the couple other than pointing out that they were camping in a place that the signs nearby said that they shouldn't be camping okay sean walked up to the tent with his gun okay shot jason first in the tent which woke up Lindsay, who was sleeping beside him. Uh-huh. And according to Sean, she sat up, made a small noise before he shot her as well. Oh, no. Just out of the blue. No reason. Oh. Just, you know, his mind told him to do that, so he did. Okay. So Sean had the wherewithal, though, to pick up the shell casings, and then he drove away. So he took the evidence with him. Yeah. Which is... It shows that he wasn't, like, completely disordered. Yeah, because there's definitely been a thought process there. Yeah. 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 Six days later, Sean was arrested on weapons charges. He had become a suspect in the case at this point. Okay. So police had an idea it might be him because of the... Was his, did his profile fit something else or well, was I he think on he was police just known. records? I think right, he was okay. just known. Like, for me, in the neighborhood I grew up in, there were people on the street who had issues mm-hmm. everybody knew what those issues were yeah okay so they would be well known to either neighbors or to the police or whoever yeah yeah he had already burned his sandals that he had worn that night so again he's destroying evidence he also called his father and asked his father david to dispose of his guns which he did oh yeah i mean yeah no but, you know, parents are parents. Our parents are parents. Sean was released but remained a suspect for the next 13 years. Uh, what? Well, they have absolutely nothing to charge him with. Oh, my God. Yep. Friends and family both suspected and knew that he had shot the couple. <clears throat> a family friend even spoke to police multiple times telling them about Sean torturing and killing animals. And just saying, like, he definitely did this. Mm-hmm. And the police were like, well, we what need do proof. you want to do? Yeah, exactly. You know, he took the proof with him. He burned a shoe. Like, they didn't know mm. it at this point. But. Yeah, exactly. So in 2004, his father, David, had tried to get help from social workers because he believed Sean may harm his brother. 
Okay. His brother's name was Seamus. Okay. But their mother wouldn't allow the workers into her home. It sounds like the mother was the one who was more the homeschooling, keep them isolated. Yeah, exactly. Very overprotected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bit like Norman Bates. Yep. <laughs> Norman Batesy. Very likes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although never allowed in social workers would check. Well, surely you wouldn't get a choice though. No, she didn't. Because he wasn't a minor. Yeah. She didn't have to let them in. All right. Okay. So they were never allowed in, but the social workers checking in still, like they checked in, like not in the house, but they were checked in, stated that Sean exhibited bizarre behavior and had poor hygiene and from what they could see from the doorway, poor living conditions. Mm -hmm. David had confronted Sean about the murders, but Sean claims he never confessed them to his father. He, He says he never told his father he did them, but his father definitely thought he did. Yeah. In 2013, Sean's father, David, died by suicide, possibly linked to the knowledge of what his son had done. So he just couldn't handle the thought of what his son had done, and he killed himself. Oh, God. I know. In Imagine tw- carrying that guilt, though, and, and, ta- and, and been, uh, taking yourself to that place. Yeah. I mean, that might not, it might not have been the only issue at play there. I don't yeah. know if that was the only thing contributing to it, but it certainly would not have helped. No, definitely. And he was desperately trying to get the help for his family. And yeah. he just was... He just, he just probably felt like, you know, total despair. Despair. Yeah. yeah. In 2017, Sean murdered his brother Seamus over an argument from years prior. Mm. And he used an AR-15 rifle to do it. Oh, God. Police, of course, arrested him. This one was not hard. No. And on May 17th, 2018, Sean was officially charged with Lindsay and Jason's murders. Okay. I don't know what changed, but they decided that at this point... They had him anyway, so... They had him anyway, yeah. so they were going to charge him with it. Yeah, it might be that. He was also accused of attempted murder with a bomb and another case where he injured a man with an arrow. Oh, God. So he was trying to blow people up. He was trying to shoot people he's with arrows. Yeah, a busy boy. Yeah. In June of 2019, Sean pled no contest to the crimes and was sentenced to three consecutive life terms without parole plus 94 years. Even his brothers, he said no, he wasn't guilty. No, no contest means he's not fighting it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So he pled like no contest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not contesting this. Yeah. So he got three consecutive life terms without parole plus 94 years, which I think might have been overkill a little. Yes, because he's never getting out anyway. But, you know, 94 years. uh huh. On top of three life terms. Uh Yeah. Unless he's a vampire, he will never see the light of day again. Well, ever. Wow. He's a vampire. Anyway, I got all of this from the Press Democrat article by Julie Johnson from the 16th of July, 2019, and from our trusty Wikipedia. Very good case. Yeah. And we're back. We are back to conclude mm-hmm. about the beach. So we've yeah. got a massacre yeah. on the beach where like 38 people were killed. Yeah. And 39, I think, were injured. Uh-huh. So would you like to be murdered in a gun massacre on a beach? Or would you like to be sleeping in a tent and murdered? The problem is I can relate to both of these. Why? Because I tent, I camp all the time, and I go on beach holidays. By the way, I thought of you the other day when we were looking at wedding venues. Oh, yeah. Because I think the area that we're going to go for, you can camp on the grounds. Oh, I'm not camping. I, know, I just thought of you straight away. I thought, I wonder if Hollywood camp. 
no. at a wedding. And then Dave said, not a wedding. No, no. not at um, a wedding. But I thought of you straight away. Plus, I don't think my boyfriend would be down for that. <laughs> he was. Who said he was coming? I've never met him. Oh, shit, that's right. Okay, get it sorted. Well, <laughs> if you'd stuck around when I came to dog sit, you would have met him. What? Well, we left in the morning. I know. You went here to the afternoon and we fully expected to meet him on the way back because we were back at like lunchtime. Oh, were you? We were back at like 2pm. Oh, I thought you were going to be back at like in the evening. No, so we, I did say that to be fair. I did say that, um, yeah. but we ended up heading back early because the rain was just horrific. Oh, right. And someone wanted to watch their team play football, oh, not fuck. me. Yeah. So yes, so do you want to be killed in a tent? I know he also murdered his brother. He also murdered his brother with a gun, yeah. I think for me, I I will pick mine because it was quick. You don't really know what's happening. You're waking up and then you're dead. Mm. Whereas with the other one, and you're probably really confused, the other one, you can see it coming and you can... You yeah. don't know where to go. There's yeah, nowhere to there's go. No, yeah, exactly. There's no protection. Yeah, you've got very little time to hide. Yeah, and run and hide from that, and you can't really hide when someone's just open fire everywhere. Yeah, in a beach and in a hotel. So yes, for that reason, I'm going to pick yours also. Yes, because yeah, I can't imagine being murdered in a gun massacre. Yeah, yeah. Well, not, getting murdered is not fun in any way. No, but yeah, that would be ultimately terrifying. And like I said, that one really had an effect on me. Like even. So that happened in 2015. Yep. Even my last holiday in 2017 with my ex-husband mm-hmm. in Sri Lanka, I remember being in the elevator thinking, right, if something happens, where do I go? Yes. But on this same holiday, you also ended up in a rainforest with strangers. Yeah. Which is to date the best story I've ever heard in my life over over a text message. Only. I howled with laughter. Only a friend like Melanie would find her friend yes. getting kidnapped hilarious i howled with laughter at this but you voluntarily put yourself into that situation i did but i don't on have... your own without another person i know i just i don't think that way uh-huh. whereas i would think death straight away yeah and i'm like why do you put yourselves in these situations but yes ultimately you ended up in a rainforest with a very friendly over friendly Lankan man who would not take me back yes yeah and wanted to sort of kill you and eat you and stuff. I think he just wanted to marry me, to be fair. <laughs> but, you know, it was borderline. Yeah, it was yes. not an enjoyable experience. I suspect, you know, if you hadn't escaped that, you would have been, like, boiled in a pot of soup. Possibly. Yes. Possibly. There Some was... Sri Lankan stew featuring Holly. <laughs> the weird thing is, like, the place they took me to, well, they, him, he took me to, there was, like, three or four other men there, and that was it. There was nobody else there. It was at this weird half-built hotel thing. I know it was just so fucking Again, weird. you don't go you don't go away on your own with strange men or strangers, plural. I know, but he was hired. I thought it was anyway. Um so back I, on again track. I'll say this once again. How are you still alive? I don't know. Nobody knows. No. Nobody knows. One of life's great mysteries. I know. <laughs> I know. Um yes. And hopefully in your Later years, shall we say, because you know you're significantly older than me. Born the same year. Still, yeah, you're older than me right now. No, um, ten months. Still, in your later years, I hope you get more sensible. I don't oh, think I have it'll a deep happen. fear that that's not going to happen <laughs> I either. I seem to be caring less and less. Yes, that does happen when you get older. You yeah. think, oh, what's the worst that can happen? I'm old now. I've survived all this. When we were glamping, we went to a llama thing to have a picnic and they were like sorry not llamas alpacas to go see the alpacas mm-hmm. 
and the alpacas were cool and everything but she had a goat herd was that the ones that were chewing your hair yeah that picture i literally i just sat down on the rock and i let them climb me and i was like this is the best day of my life and they were biting me and gary was like does that not hurt and i was like i don't care they literally chewed half your head off, did I they know. not? Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's the best. You're so weird when it comes to animals. I love them. My favourite picture of you with an animal is the one you took in South Africa. Oh, with the cheetah? You, you, it's a cheetah cub. You've oh, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so, wasn't a cheetah, but yeah, yeah. The look in your face, it, it just says, oh, it's like joy and it's like you, you and your element. Uh, and that's like one of my favourite pictures I think I've seen of you. Uh, Apart from the one that I'm in, which we both love. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> but um, I love that photo of you because uh, it just like, it just sums you up. Yeah. You're like, animals, yeah, Animals. I will literally gravitate towards yeah. any animal. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you'll probably die probably doing that. Uh-huh. You survived all this other shit, but there'll be like death by cheetah or something like that eventually. <laughs> or I took, Gary, I took Gary pumpkin picking yesterday. He fucking hated it, by the way. But it's at Craigie's farm, do you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's got all these animals there. So uh-huh. there's two sheep just yelling in the corner. So I went over and I was like, hello, hello. Hi, sheep. And basically the boys have been separated from the girls because they're super horny and the girls, uh-huh. they're obviously breeding them a As in most way. walks of life. That's <laughs> in most walks of life. So I went across the road and there were these miniature horses. Oh, what, shanlings? No. Yeah, oh, yeah right. like okay. tiny little things. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was calling them and like they started running towards me. I thought, this is great. And I got like right down into it and I like charged at the fence. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, do ponies do that? Do they charge Shetland people? ponies are evil. Oh, I know they, they are. They are evil. They're feisty little shits, they but really they're are. so cute. There's a reason why that fence is there. I know. And I'm glad there's a fence between you and certain animals because you would get killed. I know. You're going to get, you don't want to get mauled to death by a Shetland pony. It's not how you want to go. You want to go a bit more spectacular than that. I mean, I probably need to be a better animal than that. But yeah, I will die by animal. That's fine. But if if there was a way you were going to die, you'd probably choose that. That's what I would choose. Yes. Every time. So watch out, listeners. There'll be a front page headline (laughs) in some newspaper. Woman climbs into... She'll probably probably reach like an older age and then she'll be like mauled by an alpaca or something. You know what's going to really piss me off is if I get like bit by some squirrel in a park and get rabies that's and die. That's shit. I know that's shit. That's not how I you want to no. You want it to have a bit more pizzazz. Yeah. <laughs> like 50 squirrels take me out. Yeah. You want to be in Kenya on safari or something? Yes. And for definitely. that to be like, oh my God. Yeah. At least she went out in a high. Yeah. <laughs> this is, she died doing what she loved. Nobody would be sad at my funeral. So yes, keep all animals away from Holly, everyone. No, bring them. <laughs> you are very good with animals. My little dog loves you. Yes. She does. She I loves love you. Anyway, how do we go into that subject? I don't even know anymore. Um, yes. So. So we've concluded, basically. We've concluded. <laughs> we've concluded, and once more, we've got totally sidetracked. <laughs> oh my God. Which is why our episodes are getting longer by the week. I know. Apologies. Um, so apologies, everyone, but we do like to throw some comedic elements in there. Yeah. So go listen. Well, no, you have listened. Go rate <laughs> and review. <laughs> Hopefully, you've listened. I don't know. Maybe I they've checked they it like listened. five minutes ago. Yes. Go rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Tell we... your family, tell your animals they can listen. <laughs> Fucking send me pictures of your If you animals. want your dog to listen and use the paw to subscribe, do it. Exactly. exactly. Still counts. Still you get, counts. You get super bonus points if you send pictures of your pets because Oh I my love God, them. we're going to end up having pictures of pets now, aren't we? Here's me and my dog listening. Here's oh, me and my cat so. listening. I hope so. It will make Holly very happy if so you want to do that. And just not shailing ponies. 
Well, if you have a Shetland pony, please. <laughs> no snakes or tarantulas. I don't like them. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't hate them as living creatures, mm. but I don't necessarily want to touch them. No. no, no. But I would feel bad if one got hurt. Oh no, no, no. I, no, I don't. I don't um, condone animal cruelty at all. Any animals, but yeah. I don't particularly like those animals. No, I don't want to touch them. Yes. So yeah, pop over, have a chat. And yes, thank you for listening. Thank you. I'm sorry we've covered all topics once again, but you know, variety is the spice of life. It is. We are spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. Thank you. Bye. Witch Murderer is hosted by Spreaker and is recorded in a secret location in Scotland. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Email us at witchmurderer at gmail.com or visit our website at witchmurderer.com. We are also on Instagram, Reddit and Twitter. Just look for the app Witch Murderer account or hashtag. You can join the debate on our Facebook page and group interacting with other listeners or the Witch Murderer team. Our theme music is Kill Me Again by Blue Bend. Our artwork was produced by Wild Creations at Fiverr.com. <laughs>